What's up, everybody? And welcome to the Nerd Cave News. I am one of your hosts, Zach Dykes, joined along with the bully of the schoolyard who takes your lunch money and makes you swallow bugs. It's thanks to the Anthony Rexabald, a.k.a. Rex. Anthony Rexabald, a.k.a. Rex. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Oh, Rex. I, I do, okay. I like that. Um, de I, definitely an improvement. I mean, granted, we, we did figure out it was from the early days before um, exposition was a, was a requirement. Yeah. But definitely liked the exposition, even though, it, it, I mean, it's on par, but it's like, man, I, I'm a mean person. If I make you eat bugs, I mean, they're good yeah. protein, but still, like, who wants to do that? Who wants, you know, you know what I mean? It's like, would you rather eat steak or would you rather eat bugs? Yeah, exactly. Like, I mean, I'd rather eat like bugs. It, it depends I'd on rather eat bugs. You're in, I guess. I'd rather eat bugs. I don't like steak. Steak's disgusting. <laughs> I'm kidding. I mean, I'm kidding. Yeah. I'm joshing with you over here. No, no, no. Let's just, let's, let's go the new age route. Neither. We're going to go. We're vegan. We eat plants. I don't even. We eat that what, imitation meat. What if, like, you were so extreme, Rex, yeah. where it's like you felt like you were killing plants? Like, how would you survive? What would you even eat? Like, you know what I mean? Like, what would yeah. be the next step? What is the because next iteration, iteration? Because, yeah, you're taking the food source of a lot of other animals. So it's like, how would you? Yeah. I mean, I mean, give it probably another mm, 50 years. We'll find out a good way to eat edible dirt. I, dude, I give it I give it three years before someone's like, yeah, I'm uh, let's let's come up with a term, Derek. Okay, I mean Rex. Let's come up with a term. Yeah. Um, let's call it so because we got vegetarian. You know that makes you know sense because we got carnivores, we got omnivores, yeah, we you know, herbivores, all of those things. Um, so what would be something somebody that doesn't eat meat, plants? anything they'd be dead <laughs> yeah they would they would because you, you die from starvation uh like I, i'm trying to come up with the name welcome everybody into the stream um you know what i mean it's like how how would you because we got vegan yeah then of course there's the keto diet where you only eat meat nothing else no that's high fat that's high fat. Um, oh, yeah. There is a meat only diet though. Yeah. Which, you know, that wouldn't be fun. No. Like I like meat, but like where it's just like like, it's it's high on the the meat scale. Like uh, that ain't me, yeah. dog. That ain't me. No, like for me, well, especially especially you know me, I like my sweets. So it's like I can't eat meat sweets. Like there's no such thing. Like there there are, uh, there are things called sweetbreads, Derek. I don't know if you know this. I mean that's true, but that's also not meat though. No, it is sweetbreads. Oh, really? What are the innards of like hogs and all of that? But they call them sweetbreads. I guess. And then I don't there's know. Can there's candied bacon. Candied bacon is a whole nother game. I'm talking about like, this is the stuff you don't want to eat. And someone named them sweetbreads. Uh, oh, okay. It's like, wow, oh, this is disgusting. How can we hide this? Um, let's just give it a, a name that no one would suspect is bad. Yeah. Yeah. You're like, oh, sweetbreads, like a, like a Hawaiian roll. No. Yeah. No, no, not at all. Not at all. 
and that's or, why know, like how I, or you know how like uh in my uh i've gotten sw- uh, a a version of a sweet bread um in my tokyo treat no no no, no my sakura co box like it's like brown sugar bread or chocolate breads like you would think that nope hmm Hmm. No, no. This is straight up the innards of animals. So it's basically like another version of a hot dog. Um, I'm I'm looking it up so I can so I can describe it to you. Okay. Yeah. Sweetbread is a culinary name for the thymus, also code throat, gullet, or neck, or the pancreas. Um, the heart sweetbreads are more spherical shaped while the throat sweetbreads are cylindrical shaped. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. So I would not want to eat sweetbreads, but I think we're going to come up with a name. Okay. Yeah. I'm going to call it if someone that doesn't eat meat, they don't eat plants. They don't eat fish. They don't eat eggs. They don't drink dairy. None of those things. Okay. You ready for it, Derek? Mm-hmm. A dummy. <laughs> you know, I think that's the fastest naming we've ever done in our nerd cave history. <laughs> well, you know, sometimes you strike out on something, sometimes you take a little while longer, and right. then you get the levels right in uh in OBS. So Derek is sounding good and crisp yep. on our side. So thank you for letting us know. Uh, on all of that but guys this is the nerd cave news where each and every week we run you through all the video game news that you need to know you can watch us live over on twitch.tv slash nerd cave network on thursdays at 7 p.m or you can watch the show later on youtube.com slash nerd cave network on saturdays make sure to hit the follow subscribe button so you don't miss out on anything and check out our podcast version that is all on the podcast places all over the world they're they're around the world around all around the world who sings that i don't know i'll let it leave it to them leave it to them i knew you were going there regardless but it's still nonetheless rude yeah yeah you know what else would be rude not leaving a five-star review that that is very true also not leaving a five-star review. And how dare someone not leave us a five-star review? No. How da- how dare them? How dare them? And this the straight audacity. Yeah, I know. Straight up straight up jokers. You know what I mean? But you know who aren't jokers, Derek? Our wonderful patrons. Yes, our wonderful patrons went over to patreon.com slash nerdcave, became part of the ship, part of the exclusive crew, just like you can. Our first mate, the Brandon Hicks, our helmsman, the conductor, our gunners, Daniel Sanford, Rushing Waters Yoga, Marilyn James, Brittany, the Granny B. Harrison, and our deckhand, Martin Sager. And guys, this episode is also brought to you by Epic Game Store. You can Back go support... Mm, yeah, you can support us by using our creator code NerdCave, <laughs> NerdCave, Nerd. <laughs> and, check out, <laughs> and check out in the Epic Store, even on free games, it helps us out. Get those V-Bucks and Sony games with our creator code and be mm-hmm. epic. You like you like that? And be yeah. epic. Yeah. 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 Like build it beautiful. Yeah, build it beautiful. You know... I've been like I've only played a little bit of Rumbleverse, Derek. Okay. Rex, Rex, Rex. I, I call Rex Derek sometimes. Okay. Yeah. Um, 
I've enjoyed it. The little bit that I've gotten to play, I've, I've played like four matches. It's very interesting. It's like uh, wrestling Fortnite. Yeah, that's what I've heard. It's like wrestling Fortnite. And what I would love to see, Derek Rex, Derek the Rex Roney, <laughs> I would love to see like WWE, like because we've seen Epic do so many crossovers. I would love to see WWE crossover with Rumbleverse. Ooh. And we see like Macho Man, Hulk Hogan, Andre, the Giant Skins, all of these things. I would love to see that be a part of that game. And man, it would elevate it to a whole nother level where yeah. you see Macho Man dropping an elbow right off the top of a roof and everything. Man, that would be so dope. Rey Mysterio. Oh, man. I'm surprised, you know, they've done, Fortnite's done a WWE crossover, right? I don't think they have. I know they put in The Rock, but as like a different entity. That yeah, he's a different entity and everything. Um, for some reason, I thought The Undertaker was in it, but I don't, I don't know. Like, the, there's so many crossovers and so many of these live yeah. service games now; it's hard to keep up. I'm looking. Um, now let me ask you this. Let me pose this question to you: Who do you think? Because AEW, because you know their their video mm -hmm. games in, on in the horizon over the course of I think the next six to eight months. Well, who do you think beats them to at first? Do you think AEW or WWE gets a crossover with Rumbleverse first? You know, here, here's the here's the thing. Who wants to pay the most? Yeah, you that's know what true. I mean? Who, who, that, if I was Rumbleverse, if I was Epic, I wouldn't be saying, hey, we'll pay for your property. I'd be like, hey, you pay us, put, us, put you in our game. Yeah. You know what I mean? Oh. Huh. I'm just saying, <clears throat> money talks. Yeah. Money yeah. talks, baby. Money talks. I was gonna say. I mean, who? I mean, either that or like, because before uh, all the happenings, like I would arguably say WWE has more money than AEW. But uh, now that old Vince has left, I was like, mm, I don't know about that now. Like, I'm, I'm very curious. We're we're getting off rails here a little bit, Rex, yeah. but we're still talking about video games, talking about Rumbleverse, uh, and then we'll get into our game club here in just a second. Mm-hmm. I think because now now they've they've got kind of a, a breath of fresh air. You know what I mean? Yeah. They got a you know, they got old old Triple H, he's heading yeah. the heading the creative, and then you've got Stephanie at the the, the main head, and then yeah. you've got Shawn Michaels over talent relations and yeah. everything. The generation X is taking over. Yeah, they, they really are. They finally took over the WWE. <laughs> it just took a couple took decades, but you it, know they got it. Yeah, it just took a while. It just took a while. So I, I think they're in a much better place, and I think they're going to be a little bit more agile than they have been in the past. Right. So I could definitely see it. I could definitely yeah. see it for sure. But you know, you know what? what we also can see? Our game club. Yes. You know what I haven't been seeing? Our game club game. I haven't played uh, any come on, Zach. of God of War. I played it one night, and that's it so far. Yeah. So September is going to be the, the month of God of War for sure. It's going to be crunch time for you. Oh, yeah, baby. Oh, yeah. To play all of this game in one setting. <laughs> like <laughs> not, not one setting, but you know what I mean. In one month, I've got to like crank through this game, which Dan, if Boy? Dan could do it, I can do it. You know what I mean? That's true. Just saying. If Dan can do it, I can do it. 
Anything you can do, I can do better. I was just about to say, I don't know if that's an insult or a compliment to Dan. I don't know. Take it, take it as it is. It's left up to interpretation. Yeah. Now, Rex. Yes. How far have you gotten to God of War so far? So I only got to play it once this week, and I am I am now I got a good chunk done because I made it up the mountain. Um, I fought the next boss battle, and I am now I have met up with Mamir, and now okay. we are going. He told us the real truth about our journey or where we need to go, and now we have to go. I forget where we have to go now, but oh, we have to go back to the witch. That's right, the witch of the woods. So we have to go back to her, mm. and that's where I left off. Okay. That's like, like, you think that's a long way through the game. You know what I mean? But it's just a drop in the bucket. It's just, it's just like, this game is much like the uh, Guardians of the Ga Galaxy. Like, every time I played that game, I'm like, I'm close to the end. And it'd be like, no. And then when you actually finish the game, it's like, you're still not done. We no. roll credits and then there's here even more. So it's like, it's crazy stuff. It's absolutely yeah. crazy stuff. And it's like Ghost of Tsushima, the game that never ends. No, that's okay. I'm fine with that <laughs> one going on. And I'm fine with God of War going on for a long, long, long time because I enjoy those games. You know what I mean? So I'm yeah. really, really excited about that. Uh, before we get into gaming discussions, we got we got a we got an elephant in the room. Yeah, yeah, because I feel I was wondering how long it would take for someone to notice. Yeah, I was wondering as well. Uh, Derek robbed someone, murdered them, yeah. and then uh, hid their body in a kitty litter box. <laughs> uh, no, so basically, I am at one of my buddy's house um, down down south of Troy, and. Um, he has a streaming setup, and he's. Just, I'm just like, hey, because we're because we're going to Atlanta this weekend. We're gonna go see the Oregon Georgia game on Saturday. So but we're Hawks. leaving. <laughs> no, that's go. First of all, they're not even the right state. <laughs> Second of all, not even the right mascot. But anyway, I digress. Um, go Beavers. <laughs> I mean, you're at least in the right state this time, um, but still, wrong team. Um, no, not Dragon Con. We're going to the Oregon Georgia game. On Saturday, but we're leaving tomorrow morning because we're gonna go see some sites and all that stuff, you know. Because we haven't been out, we we got we got state fever. Right? I don't want to say cabin fever. We got state fever. We haven't been out of Alabama in a while, so it's time for a little enjoyment. We I got the whole weekend off, so I don't have to be back to work till two o'clock on Monday. So um, we figured since we're leaving early, it'd just be best for me to come down and spend the night here, and then we'll leave bright and early in the morning. There you go. Did so, you bring your banjos with y'all? So, when, like, when y'all leave the state, people know that y'all are from Alabama? No, we're not going to do that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just mess I'm messing with y'all. Oh, yeah, Alabama people, I love y'all. I, I, just uh, just because I said down south doesn't mean ding, 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 ding. I love all y'all Alabama people, okay? Yeah, I have a <laughs> kindred spirit there, okay? Yeah. Kindred spirits, you know what I mean? Yeah. <sighs> but just for tonight, Murdoch, I'm stealing a mic. Yeah, he's stealing a mic. We we knew everybody'd be like, "What's going on here? What's going on here?" And yeah. that's what I say about our first gaming discussion of the night, man. I read this and I was like, "What's going on?" I know. Like I saw this, like I just woke up one morning and I saw this. I'm like, "Huh?" <laughs> Amazon EA acquisition rumors spark confusion. 
So USA Today's report claiming that Amazon would today, this was like a couple days ago, mind you, make an offer to buy electronic arts has been retracted, with the journalist behind the article also expressing doubt over the accuracy. The original report was updated multiple times in the hours after CNBC disputed its reporting, slowly but surely stepping away from it, the, its fairly explicit de declaration that Amazon would make EA an offer. Quote, earlier today, GLHF, a gaming esports outlet and content partner of USA Today's For the Win, ran a version of this story on our website that violated our editorial standards regarding the use of un unnamed and unvetted sources, the page now reads. Kirk McKeon, the journalist behind the article, also said on Twitter, quote, if you get something wrong in games journalism, it's a bit like when you work behind a bar and drop a pint glass and everyone cheers, except instead of cheering, they chuck more pint glasses at you. He continued, also CNBC said it isn't happening today which isn't the same as it as it isn't happening and if i turn out to be wrong then i was wrong it happens it's the first time it's happened to uh to me with a report like this but i was bound to happen it was bound to happen eventually so mm. man i would not want to be him i would not no, want to be him no it's just like the uh i forget his name but the ign uh reviewer who actually plagiarized a bunch of his review articles um and got reprimanded yeah. horrendously um but there's a story within the story here right because it's the fact of it's not happening now but he does point out it di it didn't say it wasn't happening so we can speculate when if and when it'll happen but let me ask you what in your opinion do you think let me ask two questions do you think amazon will buy ea or is it a better chance that EA gets bought out just by someone else? Or do you think EA is actually trying to sell themselves? Like, I know they said something in the recent past about, like, being acquired and everything. Yeah. So I don't think that it's out of the realm of possibilities. Amazon, on the other hand, I feel like they are wary of the gaming space, okay? They put a lot of money yeah. into New World. They're bleeding money from Twitch every month. They're not making money off of Twitch by any means. They came yeah. out with Luna, and that did not take off. Um, so I'm curious, like, if they're like, okay, EA is a proven thing. We can buy them and be able to make money from them. They've got all of these uh, developers under their umbrella. Like, it's already built up. We're not having to do that. And then we yeah. can stick all of our gaming under EA. Yeah. Like it's a it's a it's a good plan. I just don't know if Amazon wants to move that capital around. Is Amazon yeah. making money? Oh yeah. But they're also really wary about like making huge changes like that. So that's exactly. the thing. They're trying to be like Google now where they're just taking shots to see if it sticks or not, you know? Um, but they're trying to like it premieres tomorrow, but the Rings of Power, look how much money they poured into that TV show. It's arguably mm -hmm. the most expensive TV show in history um, with the backing it had. So they definitely have to move around some capital. I mean, Amazon makes money hand over fist anyway, but I, it comes for me, it comes down to will they be a, the right partner for EA or will they just be in glorified investors basically like, all right, we'll donate money, but we need to see uh, an ROI. We can't just, mm -hmm. you know, give you money and just let you do a uh, be uh, left you let you alone with your own devices. Yeah. And, and that's concerning to me, uh, especially because I feel like parts of EA has finally gotten out of the mindset of where it's just like, 
we have to make all the money right this second uh because yeah. ea was really bad about that uh respawn is the only like gleaming light right now yeah at ea um you know bioware has done good things but they've had their own missteps as well um so for me it's like can it happen yes will this happen i don't know like i'm i'm very interested i would like to see ea go somewhere else not amazon though. yeah that's true Oh, just a side note. Average Joe says, we all know Pensacola is just lower, lower Alabama. <laughs> um, anyway, but yeah, like, so in your mind, and I, I was, I was distracted by something else. So r forgive me for this, for asking, um, who would you want to buy EA? You know who I'm going to say, Derek, you Sony. already know. Yeah. I want Sony, <laughs> I want Sony to have them, <laughs> but in the same time, Sony owning them, I feel like I don't know. Like the, I could see them buying just respawn because I was they're like, all right, respawn, you do good great story games. Yeah. So that's what we want. We're gonna acquire you. And since you did good multiplayer for Titanfall and and you do great uh for Apex, we'll just take you for our multiplayer division that yeah. we're trying to make up now, too. Like, okay. I want to just be completely honest and transparent here. Yes, I want Sony to buy them, but I think the ones that could do the best with them because they actually support their new their acquisitions really, really well. I'm not saying yeah. that Sony doesn't, but Phil Spencer does such yeah. an amazing job of setting people up and say, okay, I want you to make the games that you like. And EA has been profoundly awful at that it's like here's the game you're gonna make because yeah. it's gonna make us money so i would like i think xbox would be the better place but xbox yeah. right now is bogged down with this activision blizzard acquisition sony has been able to get bungie and we'll talk about another acquisition later on in the show yep like they've been able to constantly get acquisitions and move them through because they are not such a huge entity right. like xbox microsoft is and that's what's slowing these things down and so that that's yeah because my, my that, the microsoft one won't go through to i think spring of this upcoming year yeah. um but yeah and not to mention like yeah i know he's he's righted a lot of the wrongs already but um he's got a clean house in activision blizzard oh, right yeah. now from all the goings-ons right now i mean bobby kotick is still running rampant for the time being so mm -hmm. he's got by the time he he works all that out ea will already been bought like three times over honestly so um yeah and and again like the look how long the process of just buying activision blizzard think of how long it would be to do that because then you would have like the better business bureau or like whoever like whoever the entity that looks into these yeah. acquisition uh goes they would be like all right now what are you really trying to do now now you're running the risk of being a monopoly like how they were doing with disney when they bought um fox yeah and you know i th i think um aspire you know uh that might be more like the yeah that might you know the thq nordic you know conglomerate that's yeah. going on uh tencent i could definitely see them getting involved in that uh as well and everything uh, right nate says i want microsoft to acquire more because i want to play on pc and i have to get a ps5 yeah <laughs> you know i like I like I, the reasons why I I would say Microsoft over PlayStation are what I just said, but I think PlayStation would also be a great place because 
hey, it's Sony. And Sony, exactly. Sony tells the best stories, baby. Uh, and you don't have the the awfulness of what we're going to talk about here in a little bit uh, about yep. Halo Infinite. Uh, but let's move to our second story. Another one that was just like, what is going on yeah. this week? Like all this craziness. First up in some Assassin's Creed Mirage info. Assassin's Creed Mirage officially announced with full reveal coming next week. So Ubisoft has officially unveiled Assassin's Creed Mirage following the leak earlier today. Announced on the franchise's official Twitter, Ubisoft also confirmed that more information would arrive at its Ubisoft Forward Showcase next week, which is September 10th. Um, a new image of the game will also be revealed, showing presumably the protagonist, rumored to be Assassin's Creed Valhalla's ba Basim, dropping in for, you guessed it, an assassination. Ubisoft Forward begins on September 10th at noon Pacific, 3 p.m. Eastern, 2 p.m. Central. So this was like they they leaked mm -hmm. it or because we'll get into some more info like this this one leaked a couple days ago about it like give it getting it a name and like them there's there's gonna be some interesting changes here that we'll get into in just a second but the image leaked I think was it um on Steam or whatever it leaked somewhere on a pre order page and Ubisoft's like you know what might as well just go ahead and confirm it like we're Ubisoft's terrible at keeping secrets like, oh yeah yeah. Um, so that they made it official and they're like, all right, here's the thing. We're going to show you the caption and we'll talk more about it next week. Okay. So this next part, this is an unfolding tell here. Okay. So we got a yeah. second part to this. Okay. I definitely wanted to see your, um, I get your ideas on this. Assassin's Creed Mirage is reportedly launching spring 2023. We'll go back to basics and removes the RPG elements. Yeah, that's the interesting. That yeah. last one's interesting. Fresh details on the next chapter in the Assassin's Creed franchise, which we've already heard will reportedly take place in Baghdad, will launch in spring 20, 2023 and will bring back Eagle Vision and go, quote, back to basics. That's at least according to an info dump by YouTuber John Jonathan, who has had some of his info corroborated by Bloomberg's Drayson Schreier. There's a lot to digest, but the latter backs up reports about a spring 2023 launch, as well as a setting and back-to-basics approach. Reportedly, the game, it, the game will be titled Assassin's Creed Mirage, which is official now, and will be set during the period of 860 to 870, and focus on Basim in his youth as a thief until he joins the Hidden Ones. The first Assassin's Creed apparently has a strong influence on its back-to-basics focus, although talks... Although talk about there being multiple cities to explore were shot down by Schreier. Elsewhere, Eagle Vision is coming back and the RPG elements were for that formed the core of the last couple of games are being removed. So that means no dialogue choices, no gender choices, and no leveling system. The biggest thing to take away from all this is a mention of an Assassin's Creed 1 remake, which is reportedly going to be integrated into the, into the game's season pass. The remake will apparently utilize a lot of assets from Mirage and will be released a few months after AC Mirage. Take all this info with a pinch of salt as nothing has been confirmed by Ubisoft yet. However, evidence certainly seems to be mounting regarding the next chapter in the series. So I'm glad we got some clarity on this because, you know, mm -hmm. there was a report that, you know, Infinity is a thing. It's just going to be like a live service, like a Destiny, like a World of Warcraft, where it's just going to be glorified expansions every couple of years instead yeah. of like a new game every every couple of years or every year. Um, but now what, what is your biggest takeaway from this little excerpt that I read? Man, it feels like, okay, clearly the cells are something 
Yeah. Spoke loud enough for them to rip out this RPG system that they were so gung ho about. Yeah. Um, and that that's kind of interesting because I enjoyed the mess out of Origins. I did not play yeah. Odyssey. I have not played Valhalla yet. Um, I loved Odyssey. Yeah, and I know you played the mess out of that thing. Uh, yes, I did. I did just about everything. I never never got around to playing the DLC, but yeah, I loved it. Yeah, and I know people that love Valhalla as well and the DLC that's come from it. But yeah. I do think a lot of people have had problems with the RPG elements because it doesn't feel like Assassin's Creed, where you have to get leveled up and all of that. Yeah. And that was a little bit of a hurdle in Origins. It was like, okay, I don't feel as powerful but by the end of it, it's like all the gear and all of that, uh, you know, I felt where I would in, in the, any other Assassin's Creed game, but it definitely took time. It was a journey. Um, this is saying, okay, that's not what we want to do. We want to tell a more immersive story uh, in lieu of those RPG mechanics holding people back. Um, yeah. You know, and it's like with that okay they took out the the dialogue choices the gender choices the no leveling system yeah and that's saying okay we're giving you a handcrafted tale we're going to give you a handcrafted story this is not you know you choose your own adventure this is what we're going to tell you yeah and i'm fine with that like i am fine with the changes as long as they deliver a solid assassin's creed game yeah makes me excited about the future of the franchise because you know origins was great the little bit i played of odyssey i was like okay i see what everybody's crazy about this but i just don't have the time and you know i played a little bit of valhalla on trey's um yeah ps5 originally and i was like man the haptic feedback and all of that's really cool but it was like okay i'm like i'm never going to get around to this just because i don't have the time you know yeah, exactly. And so for me, it seems like they're just doing like a hard reboot with especially with the whole back to basics thing. It's like, all right, let's mm -hmm. just take some things from one, but some more modern updates because one was just basically like your basic collectathon outside of the main story. Yeah. Um I think especially with all like the goings on, like they're trying to be acquired again, um, poor sales uh, for some of their franchises. Like a lot of people just getting tired of the Ubisoft formula style games. They're quick to just want to change things at the drop of a hat, just to one, one try to appease the investors and, but also two to appease the fans and trying to get them to come back um, and spend more money. Um, because we know that the annual formula from the after syndicate got got they people got tired of it so they said all right let's take a few years off and reinvent it and i think the rpg elements were a breath of fresh air mm -hmm. but then with valhalla because i played a little bit of valhalla but it didn't really captivate me like odyssey did and it was and it was part of it was because i wasn't familiar with norse mythology as i was with greek mythology at the same time People, there are a lot of complaints said, oh, the like like a typical Ubisoft game, they're just making the worlds bigger, 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 but may, leaving them barren, like not a lot to do. Like there's all this landscape, but it's not that much to do yeah. in between, you know, main story stuff. So I think that that they people got tired of that, not so much Assassin's Creed RPG elements and Ubisoft's like, all right, let's go back to the wheel again. Um, and it's like, oh, let's take out the RPG elements. And I'm like, mm, are you sure that was the right move? Yeah. No, granted. From what I didn't, like I said, I didn't get very far in Valhalla, but the gear system in Valhalla 
didn't really work as because Odyssey you could visibly see and and see your stats change the better with the better gear you got. Mm -hmm. With Valhalla, it's like I was getting bronze gear and like or I, I only got like a few bronze, but it was still not as good as some of the stuff I started off with. And it's like, all right, how does this gear system work in this game? Like I don't understand it. So I can see both sides of the argument, but I think at when it comes down to it at the end of the day, it's just Ubisoft trying to get fans new and old back into loving their games. Yeah, and I think that's a, a, a good thing. And it not having multiple cities, um, I think it's fine. You know, pack yeah. stuff in there. I don't want a Breath of the Wild experience where no. there's nothing going on. Like, it's a beautiful game. And I know I'll probably catch flack for saying it. But yeah. Breath of the Wild was barren so much. And, like, you just it just felt like you weren't doing anything but riding your horse for a long time. And then right. you'd come across something. I don't like games like that. I want to experience things. I, you know, things in the wild is fine. You know, I think about ghost of Tsushima, perfect example. Yeah. Like you're riding, there's encounters, there's Fox yep. dens, there's hot springs, there's bamboo strikes yep. that you can do. There's so many things. There's duels. Yeah. It's amazing. But this, like when things are barren and Ubisoft is bad about it, I think that's an interesting. Before we go from this, I want to I, I want to hit uh, some comments. But before we do that, yeah, Assassin's Creed One remake. I don't want to gloss over that. Yeah. Do you think it's time for a remake for this one, or do you think it should be left behind? All right. The only reason they're doing it, and it said in the article or that I read was the fact that it takes a lot of elements from one so that from that sense it makes sense but overall like most people if you polled a lot of people today even longtime assassin's creed fans they'd probably forget one existed like the only reason people know that one existed was when they when they if they played revelations and you they integrated altair into that story yeah. Yeah. um but most people forget like everyone thinks it starts with Ezio, like, from Assassin's Creed 2. Mm -hmm. Like, that's where they think. Um, I don't know. Like, I I think it should be left alone, but I think they also owe it to themselves because they've already they've remastered 3. They did the Ezio trilogy. They've done all the ones that's like, hey, let's go back to the one that started it all type of thing. Like, I don't know. And, of course, you know, there's always that terminology. If you want to nitpick the terminology, like, Assassin's, is it going to be a remaster or a remake from the ground up? Like, are you going to fully re-render and rebuild yeah. the assets from one while also making this new game? Like, obviously, it's going to come out after Mirage comes out, but it's like, why would you want to, like, what if you refocus this and it doesn't do any gangbusters? Like, that's going to be wasted assets when you yeah. should be making Mirage the best game it could be. Yeah, I agree 100%. Like, don't negate, don't throw the baby out with the bathwater. You know what I mean? Right. Um, Assassin's Creed 1 came out in 2007 I remember yep. playing it It was such a huge Different game uh, But it, yes it was a collect-a-thon It was the same game elements over and over and over Eavesdrop, yep. pickpocket, sit here Do this, hide that You know, synchronize It was very by the numbers painting Kind of stuff yep. Assassin's Creed 2 was a huge leap forward I hope That if they're going to remake this it, it needs to be a remake. It cannot be a remaster at this point. Yeah. Uh, 2007, that's 13 years ago. That's a long yep. time ago when we've already had two different versions of Last of Us. We've had a remaster and a remake at this point. It's like you got to remake it. Um, just to get people knowing Altair's story. Like, I love Altair. 
I think they could do so much with it and really bring that game into where it's supposed to be. But it being tied into with like the season pass and all of that, I think they might uh, phone it in a little bit. Yeah, a little bit. Yeah. So you know. we'll see. Yeah. And uh, Cody says, if I can get that up there, one would need to be a lot of updating to be any fun. It was basically a lost mission with a little free running in between. Yeah. I remember that it, it was, it was interesting. I mean, yeah, two was much, much better yeah. uh, before we go to the next story, Derek, which we're going to get heavy <laughs> into some halo news oh, yeah. to, uh, to hit a comment, a question. Cause we were talking about Amazon buying EA and everything. Yeah. Cuddy asked, do you think Google may consider purchasing a larger gaming company since stadia was such a fail, even though stadia was not good. It shows they definitely have an interest in the industry. Uh, I don't know if Google, like, it wouldn't make sense, right, to get someone established who's already in that ecos ecosphere to come and help you do something. Because I think, you know, while Google has been throwing stuff at the wall and just it just uses a tax write-off if it doesn't pan out, I think they see now that other companies, especially like Amazon, um, is, like, taking it seriously. Mm. and who was who's the other one uh netflix is trying to get into that gaming yep. space it's like google's like well maybe we should get serious about it as well especially since stadia was a flop like a, the hardest flop in <laughs> the past decade yeah um but my thing is it's like i don't know if they would acquire someone because while they do have throwaway money i don't know if they would be able to if they would want to sell because i'm worried about the the corporate politics that yeah. Google would implement because I would I would fear like so let's just use EA because they they were brought up this week right if Google were to buy EA I feel like it would be this they would be in the same boat as if Amazon would purchase them where they would basically just back money but then want an ROI immediately instead of focusing letting them focus on making the games they yeah. want to make that would work um, it would probably behoove Google to more of like form a like form an internal studio and get veteran devs like entice veteran devs from like these big companies like an mm -hmm. EA, like an Activision to come and basically, all right, here, come make games for us. Like I would think, I think that would be, that would be more, um, that would be, that would behoove them more to do that rather than just buy an outright studio. Yeah. For me, the only, my only concern about Google buying anyone and Nate even says, says this i hope google doesn't buy anything else although probably we wouldn't be any different than other any giant woke companies it's not necessarily yeah. the politics okay yeah. google is so bad about keeping things open if it does not make a profit if it does not go their way they close it yeah they've killed so many ideas and so many parts of their company that they put out there very short term like if they don't see that there's like evidence-based stuff where it's like okay it's doing well within the first six to 12 months they will kill that thing yeah they they will bring the lamb to the slaughter so like i feel like i don't, I don't want google buying anything yeah I don't, want, I don't want them anywhere near gaming we've seen what they've done with stadia it was yeah. interesting ideas but when literally xbox can do it better yeah you know, and for multiple devices. And for multiple devices, I don't want Google anywhere near gaming. 
Nope. Okay. I, other than when I look up information, <laughs> yeah. that's about as close as that, I want. Yep, to. that's it. That's the only thing they can do right. You know, speaking of things that I wish people could no. do right, <laughs> Halo Infinite Forge Mode gets a November release date, but split screen co op has canceled, and we got a ton of Halo news for you tonight, guys. So here we go. So, in a new update, Developer 343 announced the details on its winter update coming on November 8th, which comes with some long-awaited modes. Forge Mode will allow Halo Infinite fans to essentially create their own content, building new maps with a sophisticated editor and sharing them among the community. Arriving as a beta, we're not still totally sure on included features. 343 Industries is also launching two new multiplayer maps on November 8th, which will showcase exactly what Forge can do, as they were made entirely in Forge mode. The Winter update also sees the full version of online campaign co-op finally roll out to all players, allowing you to team up with your buddies and tackle Halo Infinite's campaign together. Expect to find new achievements, cross-platform support, mission replay, and shared progression. After several delays in a beta, it's, a, it's been a long time coming. However, there's bad news for fans of Couch Co-op. The local split-screen co-op mode has now been cancelled. It's a blow to those fans who have been waiting since launch for the old-school feature, but it's seemingly a matter of priorities. Quote, in order to improve and accelerate ongoing live service development and to better address player feedback and quality of life updates, we have relocated studio resources and are no longer working on local campaign split-screen co-op, says 343 Industries. Alongside these new additions, the winter update will also include the match XP beta, allowing players to level up alongside the 30-level battle pass. It's also a new game there's also a new game mode, Covert One Flag, which features asymmetrical loadouts and round-based gameplay just to mix it up a bit. So, Zach, divulge your thoughts on all this, because there's a lot of good mm-hmm. and one bad, but the one bad is a big one. I wouldn't even say there's just one bad, okay? Like, I, I watched um, 343's, like, 30-minute um, video on this earlier today, yeah. uh, seeing what they said, like, their different parts of the the their gaming, their live service uh, coordinator was on there. He's the new guy that got into that position. Yeah. Um, the, the winter update, November 8th, which is, like, two days... It might be a year since it came out. I can't remember if it was November 8th or November 10th when the beta yeah. um, came out. Uh, the the multiplayer side of it. December 10th, I think, was when the game launched the campaign side of things. Yeah. Forge, I am so glad that we're getting Forge. Forge is yeah. needed in this game. And what they're doing with Forge, I've looked at the videos. Man, it is amazing what this thing is going to be able to do. Uh, from Master Chief Collection, uh, Halo 5, the forge you are able to do like 1600 items within a map or whatever this wow. one is 7000 so it is exponentially more that you can put into a map and everything the lighting looks great there's a lot of potential here and they're going to be putting in custom game uh modes into there where you can search for games search for different uh maps and all of that and yeah. i'm hoping that we're going to see integration of uh, fan-made maps into some playlists or something like that. Yeah. I think that would be really, really cool. Um, and I think, you know, that that the cream will rise to the top for sure. Yep. Um, with multiplayer, 
getting two new maps. These are made in Forge, so they're showing off uh, what they yeah. can do. One of them definitely feels like an old Halo 3 map. They said that it wasn't, but it looks so much like a, one of the Halo 3 maps that I played on a ton. Okay. Uh, another one is a Capture the Flag map. You know, that's great and all. Not, not a big deal. Nope. Online campaign co-op. I'm glad that we, we were getting that. I think they already had said that before, that we're getting that on the 8th. Yeah. Um, you know, we I didn't get to be a part of the beta, um, but I'm really excited that, you know, I'm going to be setting up a squad. We're going to be rolling on, you know, some Halo and everything. But the thing that gets me is couch co-op. How many people still play couch yeah. co-op? Uh, I know there are still people that want that. Um, I know for old school people, people that really enjoy that, people that only have one system, yeah, that's a big blow. When they're they're saying, okay, this is priorities, that's fine, but you sh I, I think my biggest qualm about three four three, they they took on they bit off too much that they couldn't chew, bit yeah. off more than they can chew. Uh, making this a live service because we're now at the end of this season. We're a year in and only having two seasons. Okay. Yep. That's ridiculous. They even said that that's ridiculous and all of that. And I'm glad they're owning up to it. But but now you got to put your money where your mouth is. Yeah. They, they are, they are trying like March is going to be the launch of season three after yeah. this season two ends we're going to get essentially season 2.5 with this 30 level battle pass and they're going yeah. to be trying out a new match xp based uh system they didn't want to tie it to a battle pass that we pay for which i'm glad that they're doing you know they're yeah. not doing that but it's like okay we're trying something out and we're doing this this thing this 30 level battle pass and we're giving you four months to do it and it's like Okay, you're shortening the season, but four months is still a long time for only 30 levels. Yep. Um, you know, I've played on and off this season, and I'm already like 68, 69 on my level for the Battle Pass this season. And wow. I don't play necessarily for the Battle Pass. It's a nice perk and everything, but it's what I'm getting to is they have to be better at being a live service. They are not a live service game right now. They're trying to be, but yeah, they have to stop promising things and under deliver over deliver yeah. over deliver. Say that you're not doing it and then just surprise everybody. Yeah. Or, you know, just keep your head down like, you know, uh, hello games and then just make come out with a great game and no, and no one will remember the bad stuff. Exactly. And like a lot of this, I'm really, really excited for. They've got two new weapons that are going to be coming uh, within this uh, update and everything, which I'm really excited to have more stuff in the sandbag. Uh, there's a, a, it's essentially the DMR from Halo 5 uh, that mm -hmm. they've kind of worked on and all of that. Um, and then one other, I can't remember, they've also got like a new equipment that's like a smoke screen, I think is going to be interesting to bring into there. So there's a lot of things that are like, going to be really cool but it's like okay we've got to get to the point where you are having four seasons a year yeah you've got yeah. to get to that point and making excuses and starting next year where you're already three months into the year and just starting your first pass for the year yeah it's not really like looking in no. that good of way and hoping that forge is going to 
make up for you not doing your job that that's 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 poor planning yeah well and and it's also trying to buy them time by saying it's like oh create your own maps in forge mode while we work on stuff that you want and but we're just gonna like you know it's a sleight of hand type of thing where it's like look at here create your own stuff okay bye we're gonna disappear for six months yeah and like i think 343 is getting the picture it's like okay you have you chose to make this a live service yeah we didn't choose this you chose this life so you've got to you you live by the sword you die by the sword and yeah. right now they're they're getting impelled by it and like i see that they're trying to turn the corner i really do see that yeah. they're trying to turn the turn the corner and i'm hoping that when all of this stuff hits you know the winter update hits november 8th that man it's exciting stuff. We're getting to play through the campaign. We're getting campaign replay as well on November mm -hmm. 8th. And where whoever has the most stuff, like it brings, like you get to share that progression with everybody. That is exciting, but it should have happened a year ago. Yeah. It and should have happened at launch. And it's like you said, they bit off more than they could chew. Like, and it, it was great, right? Because, you know, this whole, it's like a tale of two sides because when it started, when it was, getting hyped for release last year right everyone was like all right we're liking what we're seeing so far cool cool, cool. and then they're like hey month early around a month early you get to play multiplayer right now it's a beta form mm -hmm. but you get to play it early i'm like oh awesome and then it's like then you get to play this campaign uh in december when it launches and then we got all this content afterwards everyone's like and it was going smooth it was it's one of those like how it started how it's going type of thing yeah um and it started great and ever since then, you know, granted some things they probably overestimated, but I think they tried to put their hands in two two different cookie jars. They wanted to go live service, but then they also wanted to appeal to longtime Halo fans mm. and make sure that they stayed true to the game they wanted to play. And they tried to mix those two elements, and it's not been panning out the way that they wanted to. Now, there might be some other factors, because I know the pandemic was still hot and heavy last year. Um, but now it's pretty much it's pretty much not becoming an excuse anymore now. So it's like, what what is your real excuse for making seasons six months long, delaying a bunch of features, blah, blah, blah. And again, we've said it for several weeks now. Making video games is hard. We have not the slightest clue how to make a video game. However, we as consumers know especially for a long-running series like Halo, know how things should run and what to expect from them realistically. There's unrealistic, there's plenty of people with unrealistic expectations, but we pretty much try and temper our, temper our expectations the best we can, and so far they've not met they've not met them. Yeah, and you know, we can easily point to several different games that are doing this well. And that's the sad thing is like Halo is such a good fun game yeah and if they do it right if they really turn the ship around and head the right way halo is going to be awesome but yeah. they've got a lot of people to bring back into the fold a lot of people that are are have been burnt by infinite and you know i was kind of like uh like i kind of faded on it for a little while i'm enjoying it a little bit more now but it's like they've got to make it stick this time. They cannot yeah. promise something and then just, you know, hope, you know, hope springs eternal. Right. But it's like you got you got to have something more than hope. Yeah. And that's why we're moving on to PlayStation News, guys. Because Sony. Go ahead. Because there's hope in there. There's hope in there. There's Shuhei Yoshida. You know what I mean? <laughs> the post child Sony. for hope. Oh man, he is full of grace. Yes, 
full of grace. Sony details PS5 DualSense Edge controller features. Uh, users can tinker with mappable button back buttons, allowing you to configure the two buttons to any other input or any other button input. There's even three types of changeable stick caps to ensure comfort and stability, as well as adjustable trigger lengths, letting you manually set the travel distance of your left and right triggers. So pretty much like your standard uh, Elite Series um, features that they had in there. Um, the only thing I didn't see was like, because in Elite Series 2, they had the little like screw where you can tighten how... Uh, how tight your rotations can be for your sticks, um, but you know, standard like the like I said in the video we watched last week, the the tr the trigger bumps were my biggest selling point. I'm like, all right, cool, mm -hmm. I love those. Yeah, I'm excited for it. I just need to know price. You know what I mean? Like that's yeah. Like right. what? All right, what do what do you think? What do you what what is your ideal price for this? But what do you expect it to be? One fifty is the max that yeah. i would pay for something like this and that that's pushing that is pushing yeah. hard on it um you know and haptic feedback has to work well with this controller because yes. that is the selling point of the ps5 controller so does haptic feedback still work when you change the the triggers like you change like the adjustable trigger links and everything does it still yeah. work the same uh because i know when you press down the ps5 like it it gets harder as you push it down you know what i mean yep uh, it, those things have to work <laughs> yeah yeah you you can't you can't uh throw away the features that brought you, you know dance with the one that brought you yeah you can't throw them away just because something some hot newness comes along yeah i think 220 is going to be the price though that they're going to sell this up you said 120 or 220 220 yeah i about to say that'd be all right, but anywhere between 180 and 220 is going to be that ballpark realistically that I expect. But it would be nice to have that um Elite Series 1 price and for 150, but you know, mm -hmm. with inflation and the cost of parts right now, that's probably not going to be that's not going to happen. Yeah, it would be nice. And we spoke of it earlier, guys. Sony yeah. creates PlayStation Studios mobile divisions and acquires Savage Game Studios. So as our first article talked about a possible but not happening, at least now, acquisition, this one is official. Uh, this new division will operate independently from PlayStation's console development and instead focus on creating, quote, innovative on-the-go experiences based on new and existing PlayStation IP, according to a PlayStation blog post. Savage Game Studios is one of the first studios to join this new division, and PlayStation says the Savage team is working on a, quote, new unannounced AAA mobile live service action game. Say that five times fast. Uh, today, we announced that we have entered... Uh, into a definitive agreement to acquire Savage Game Studios, a hugely talented team of creatives with many years of experience making some of the most popular mobile games played by players around the world. Head of PlayStation Studios Herman Holst writes to the to the blog post, "Quote: They were founded." They were founded a few years ago with the goal of fearlessly exploring bold new ideas. We share their timeless ambition to innovate along with a command, a continued drive to expand our audience and, and bring PlayStation to more people than ever before, making them a perfect fit to join PlayStation Studios. Holst writes that players shouldn't be worried that this new acquisition and mobile division will take away from the company's efforts to bring games to the PlayStation console community. He says that much of the... Much in the same way, the company's moved into a PC space has been additive to the overall PlayStation community. Its mobile game output will do the same. Quote, our mobile game efforts will be similarly additive, providing more ways for more, for more people to engage with our content. 
Holst writes, here's what Savage Game Studio CEO and co-founder Michael Katkoff had to say about the acquisition. Established in 2020 and led by myself and fellow co-founders Najim Ajir and Michael McManus, Savage Game Studios was born out of the many years of mobile games development and experience the mobile game development experience spanning a number of massively successful global IP. Our guiding vision was a creative space where experimentation and taking risks weren't rarely avoided, but, ra but rather cagely embraced. We've all worked at big studios, and while we respect the advantage of ample, of ample resources, we wanted to stay small and nimble so we could, ca could call our own shots. So why then, you may be thinking to yourself, would you join PlayStation Studios? We made this deal because we believe that PlayStation Studios' leadership respects our vision for how we can host, we can best operate and succeed, and because they too are not afraid to take chances. All of that, plus the ability to potentially tap into PlayStation's amazing catalog of IP, and the fact that we will be that we will benefit from the kind of support that only they can provide. The harder question to answer would be, why not? On behalf of everybody at Savage Game Studios, thank you for ha for having us. We could we can't wait to show you what we've been working on. So, lots to unpack there. Um, my first question to you, Zach, is because Nintendo was the first of the three big ones to get into the mobile gaming market. Like Xbox, really hasn't. The only thing they've done is like cloud gaming on mobile. That's as close as I think they're going to get right now. Um, with Nintendo doing it and then dropping off, like for for their own volition or because you know it didn't do as well as they would think with yeah. their IP, do you think Sony's too late to the to the market with this mobile gaming space, or do you think they're coming in it with a fresh attitude or like a fresh coat of paint and a new attitude? I I don't know. I don't play mobile games. Okay. Yeah, but. I really think that they're trying to they're hit the mobile market that's in India, the Middle East, and Asia. Like, yeah. So many people in India play on mobile phones. Right. Um, like, it's more affordable than buying a console on top of having a phone. Um, yeah. So I think they're trying to hit a, a large market that's being underserved um by games and microtransactions can easily push be pushed into those um, oh yeah do i think that they're late to it you know no like it's still a growing market like i don't think it's one of those things that like are these going to be games that we want to play probably not you know no. I, I i rarely i have uh, the only game that i actually enjoyed that was a mobile game was uh my heavenly sword infinity blade yeah. The game that I ever enjoyed playing uh, on mobile and everything. The rest of them, you know, Temple Run, that sort of deal, like stuff that gets you into that loop. I remember Nathan Drake having like some sort of uh, Temple Run esque kind yeah. of thing. Um, so I, I think that they're they're going into this trying to hit certain aspects, certain demographics. Yeah. And that's what they're concerned about. They're not concerned about the gamer like us to be honest. No. Um, and so my next question would be going off of that would be like, of course they talk about a new unannounced triple a mobile live service action game, which is a lot to digest just in that one sentence. Mm -hmm. Do you think 
that we will see IP like do we think do you want to say that we'll see like an Uncharted or Horizon IP used in a mobile format or what do you think we'll get more of like a Sly Cooper Sackboy type of thing because they may because in that one quote they make it sound like oh no we're gonna bring bring big stuff but my thing my thing is is like all right what are you gonna start with though like because you could work it up to it but that doesn't mean you're gonna start off with it okay I'm gonna go out on a limb here it is going to be the last of us game that they were teasing where it's like the um mm. like battle royale kind of thing that oh, they were showing that the factions the factions thing they're going to have a mobile version of it because guess what fortnite uh pubg even does PUBG, it pubg uh i, I think apex they, does it too i think apex as well so it it's it's the perfect market it's something different it's something that's being worked on they're yeah. going to take over the mobile version of it and make it and then that way sony has a br that's on the phone that they can monetize because they're really so, wanting to push live services right now right so my last question is do you think at least pertaining to this you can give more thoughts on this if you if you want you know if you have more thoughts on it but my last question for you is do you think that, that we will see because while PlayStation is good about having like savage games the creative head said they have a vast library of great IP that they can pull from do you think that some of these IP that people are wanting, like an infamous, like a Jack and Daxter, like, you know, um, Sly Cooper or whatnot, do you think those will get, they will bring new iterations, but waste them on a mobile market and never, and not bring them to console? I don't know. Um, I feel like Sony is pretty good about protecting their IPs. Um, yeah. So I feel like they might lean more towards new IPs or yeah. IPs that they've let lay dormant for a really long time. Um, stuff that they're not going to bring back. Um, yeah. So that, that might be why it might be a way. Um, I don't know. It's kind of a, it's a weird, weird possibility. Um, plus Sony is yeah. also developing a lot of new IPs that could be also taking these, these routes as well. Right. So, that we don't know anything about. Um, got a few comments real quick. I want to pull in here since um, we're talking about mobile and all of that. Yeah. Uh, Dan says, most mobile games are targeted at people killing time who may not have access to a console or PC at certain times. Yeah. And that's definitely like the the American market. Like we're, you know, oh, Candy yeah. Crush, that sort of deal. Something to kill time. But on the other hand, Cody brings this up. Mobile games as it's a much larger market internationally. India and Africa are exploding in this sector because they are getting better phones and internet. And that's what I was kind of hitting at. It's like, yeah, they're getting phones because people are making it more affordable and all that sort of deal. They're getting internet and all of that. And instead of, you know, paying five, $600 on a console and a phone, you already got a phone. You jump on, you know, call of duty, whatever. Yeah you know, mobile and all of that. And this is, this is where, where Sony is seeing a large market that they are under servicing and they're wanting yep. to get on that cut. And I yep. think that's, that's what we're going to see. It's not necessarily like, I guess say it is not going to be for people like me and Derek. I'm no, yes, just say, 100%. You know, and, 
and Dan, I'll address your question just because you were late to the party. Uh, no, I'm at a buddy's house uh, doing the stream because we're going to Atlanta this weekend to watch the Oregon-Georgia game. So I'm just using his stream setup for this week. Uh, next week, it'll be back to the curtain as usual. Back to the curtain, like the Wizard of Oz. I was literally going there. <laughs> See, I read your mind, Derek. I know you. Yep. I know you. And you know what I want to talk about, Derek? That the game of the year candidate yes god of war let's check our clock uh real quick oh uh, yeah so because we haven't done the clock but god of war ragnarok 68 days four hours 49 minutes and 54 seconds Woo, we're in the 60 day mark it's coming in close coming in close guys while we talk about god of war ragnarok i'm gonna leave the timer up god of war ragnarok combat Combat, there we go, I'll say it right. Combat <laughs> adds weapon signature moves and new shield abilities. So, for those of you who don't know, uh, Ragnarok is the Game Informer cover article this month. Um, so, speaking with Game Informer, Mahir Schaaf and Danny Ye, uh, late combat designers on God of War Ragnarok, had the following to say about the new feature. Quote, in the last game, if you press triangle, you recall the axe, but if you already had the axe, nothing happened. If you had the blades of chaos and you press triangle, you, you just went back to the axe. We looked at that concept and wondered, what if you could do something a little bit different with that button? A whole new suite of moves. Weapon signature moves allow Kratos, Kratos to infuse each weapon with elemental powers such as ice and fire. For example, the Leviathan Axe can be powered up with Frost Awaken, while the Blades of Chaos can adapt, adopt the Whiplash ability. Meanwhile, shields have also been tinkered with so that they function differently. An example is the Dauntless Shield, which is tailored towards high-skill players parrying at the last minute with will cause it to glow red, which means players can now can then deliver a smash attack to enemies and stun them. I'm down for it, man. I'm down for yeah. it. Yeah. I, I mean, and I mean, if, you, I don't know, the way I'm, I don't, I don't remember the, if I threw the axe as much as I did the first playthrough as I am now, but I'm throwing the axe a lot more just because I don't feel like getting an enemy, like running across the map mm. to get an enemy's grills. So I'm using that triangle button a lot, but I get where they're coming from. It's like, that's all it did. And then if you already had it, you would just come to your hand. If, if like, you put it behind your back, it would just come to your hand. So I get where they're coming from. And I, I like the fact that they're, like, going back. Because while it was a Game of the Year uh, award winner, won several awards. Like, every like a lot of people loved it. Um, they're not sitting on their laurels. Mm -hmm. They're being like, all right, how can we improve on this? Like, what can we do different? And, and one of them is like, oh, this button was only used to do this function. Now, I wonder also, because the square button was only used to have a tray of shoot and that was it i wonder if they'll add more to that as well yeah i'm curious on that one i like that you know i'm sure like if you throw the axe triangle's still going to bring it back because that, oh, yeah. that, that's just natural feeling but if it's in your hand it's going to do the infusion thing uh because like i don't think putting the recall button on another button face is gonna it's gonna feel weird if they do it that way no, um, what would be what would be dope? Just thinking about it out loud. Um, and I don't know how this would work with the combat system. Obviously, we're now. This was like if this is a year ago, and we're they're talking about this now. It would be easy to speculate. Oh, they have plenty of time to add, add this in. But just over two yeah. months away, I don't know if they'll have this. I mean, we, maybe they'll do a state of play where they'll show up like half hour of gameplay and they'll write my wrong. But what would be cool would be to do combo moves with the Blades of Chaos and, like, put just one blade around the axe and, like, whip it around to, like, have, mm. like, double damage. I don't know. 
That would be interesting, but like I maybe it's a special move that like combines like there might be an enemy that can only be taken down by ice and fire. Yeah, exactly, and then you have to do the combo. Yeah. That that would be cool, but yeah, like not hearing anything, but we might see something. September. We're in September now. And yep. uh there's a possible Wake me up when it ends possible playstation now or whatever whatever they're called oh like, yeah because they I think i think it was the yeah because we talked about it last week uh it's rumored for like the eighth if it mm-hmm. hasn't been confirmed but the rumor is the eighth so a week from tonight um maybe well no i'm i'm having i have an opening shift so knowing sony they hate us so they'll probably put it right in the middle of my opening shift um but at least we'll talk about it next week if it is yep. if it does come to pass yeah, and Sony has been bad about like, oh yeah, the day before like confirming it and all of that. Exactly. So we'll see, we'll see. But you know what we'll see right now is some PlayStation, PlayStation quickies. Quickies. So starting off, uh, another rumor: Sony will integrate Discord voice chat into PS5 quote in the coming months. Uh, developers should have an easier time porting games to PSVR too. Siphon Filter Two comes to PS Plus Premium on September twentieth with trophy integration. Uh, Sifu's summer update brings more in-depth difficulty, modifiers, and a new scoring system. Uh, pre-order listing reveals Hogwarts Legacy will have a PlayStation-exclusive quest, and I have some feelings on that because that feels very archaic in this day and age because you don't really see it anymore. And two, Sony is not did not do any kind of advertising to promote that, so it's like, why? Um, and the last, the last one, the Last of Us Part One accessibility features detailed in full includes haptic feedback for dialogue and audio descriptions for cinematics. You know, for the Hogwarts thing, like yeah, either Sony paid them money to get an exclusive quest, mm-hmm. um, or they helped pay for part of the development. Who knows? Yeah. Who knows, you know, at this point, but does it feel kind of like 2007, 2000, or like 2010, something like that? Yeah, yeah a little bit. Uh, like yeah. with Arkham, like when you would get like things that were only like on the PlayStation with yeah. like the Arkham games, which always annoyed me because I was playing on Xbox back then. Yeah. Um, But it is what it is. Yep. You know, Derek, what am I going to play Harry Potter on? the ps5 <laughs> oh yeah obviously so we get that exclusive quest um and then i love that sony is now adding all these old games that they took from ps now and saying oh we're giving these back to you it's like exactly it's like all like uh siphon filter i think uh sly cooper was added as well on on these uh yeah and the playstation premium kind of list and everything yeah so yeah. yeah like yeah sly cooper was on the premium list but like you can get death loop on the uh extra tier yeah. i'm like which is like the lower or the the mid tier and i'm like okay you would think death loop a game that's one bunch of awards and is barely a year old at this point would be more on the premium side of things but i digress yeah i love that playstation is just like using the mess out of death loops like exclusivity until it runs right. out it's like right. we're gonna use you boy <laughs> we're gonna dry you're gonna dry you up yeah like <laughs> get every last crew. drop <laughs> you got you got some you got some bone marrow left we'll take that too i love death loop though such a good game it was such a good game but Derek, it's time yeah for the quick hits 
so starting off, Battlefield 2042 Season 2 Master of Arms is out now. I Am Legend director Francis Lawrence will direct the Bioshock film with Logan writer Michael Green to helm the script. Koei Tecmo has reportedly partnered with EA to develop a new IP. P a, a, weird but, a weird one, but it makes sense. PGA Tour 2K23 adds Michael Jordan as a playable pre-order bonus character. Capcom Tokyo Game Show lineup revealed with Resident, Resident Evil 4 notably absent. Both Capcom and SNK were reportedly are reportedly interested in an SNK versus Capcom revival. Square Enix Tokyo Game Show lineup features Crisis Core, Final Fantasy VII Reunion, Forspoken, and more. Uh, an interesting one we haven't gone to in a while. Knockout City Season 7 adds Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. New Need for Speed game allegedly pushed to December. Uh, Paramount Plus, speaking of Halo, now considers Halo a franchise after successful Season 1. Following that, though, Netflix cancels its live-action Resident Evil show after one season. WB Games, chief, uh, WB Games chief says Division has, quote, critically important role to play amid internal shakeups. Uh, Multiverses looks to, set to add Big Chungus, according to a new WB trademark filing. And Nintendo comes and says they won't. In Nintendo comes in and says they won't increase the price of their consoles either, as Xbox said last week they won't uh, raise theirs. Uh, Creative Assembly is working on another action game, which makes four ongoing projects we now know of. Uh, Valve is reportedly thinking about a Steam Deck 2. Anti-piracy software Denuvo announced for Switch. Former Payday developer making a co-op heist FPS with a new studio. Xbox Game Pass Friends and Family logo leak uh, teases a bright future of sharing. Embracer Group reportedly wants to keep making Marvel games. A Plague Tale Requiem wasn't in the cards until they the the team saw the response until the team saw the response to Innocence. The next Mafia game is in development. Mafia won for free on Steam until September fifth. Developer From Software has told has sold shares to both Sony and Tencent. Quantic Dream has been acquired by NetEase Games. Shovel Knight Dig sets a September twenty third release. AMD's Ryzen 7000 series CPUs feature integrated RDNA 2 graphics and DDR5 RAM support. Facebook gaming app is being shut down. New Metal Gear Solid 1 through 3 remasters rumors are, quote, 100% true, says Leaker, and it will be coming to PC and consoles. Konami set for Tokyo Game Show reveal of a new game from a series, quote, loved all over the world. IO Interactive's 007 game may not be ready until 2025. Respawn's upcoming Star Wars FPS is being developed on Unreal Engine 5. Lady Gaga might be the next artist to host a, a concert in Fortnite. Uh, Ubisoft delays server shutdown for older games like Assassin's Creed 2 and Far Cry 3 to October. Um, new month, so guess what? Me uh, guess what that means? New free games for both Xbox and PlayStation. First up, the Xbox Games with Gold for September have been revealed. Uh, for the entire month, you'll get Gods Will Fall. From September 16th to October 15th, you get Double Kick Heroes. From September 1st to 15th, you get Thrillville from the original Xbox game. And then from September 16th to 30th, you get Portal 2. For the PlayStation Plus Essential September games, you get Toem on the PS5. And for the PS4, you get Need for Speed Heat and Grand Blue Fantasy Versus. Need for Speed Heat was good. I didn't finish yep. it, but what I played, I definitely enjoyed and... Uh, Portal 2. Very, very good. Right. Very, Definitely very good. the best game out of that lineup. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, so quick takeaways, Derek, uh, for mm-hmm. the quick hits. Why in the world did IO Interactive show off that 007 game this that early? Like it was last year sometime we yeah. saw it. It was like one of the first things we reported on, I want to say. <laughs> yeah, it was it was really early on. It's like, why? Is this because you're not making another Hitman? Is that like you buying yourself time? Like probably it, it's both. A, it's the same thing with Star Wars Eclipse. Like, I like, yes, I mean I excited, yes, but I would rather see something more concrete than just a little bit of a CGI and like a title. Right. right. One thousand percent. But I, and, and it seems like we're going back to that old old because you know there for a while like we, yes we still got games that were shown way too far out in advance but it, it seemed like it was dying down compared to games that we were getting mm-hmm. either four months from now or within at least the next calendar year uh but now it seems like we're seeing that trend upward again where it's like all right we're going to show games that are very very far away but you know we're, we're going to throw like a hot new title like star wars or 007 and you'll just you'll just be okay with it or Elder Scrolls Six. Oh gosh, yes, that's another. Oh my God. <laughs> um, what do you think Konami's series that's loved all around the world? What do you think that is? I mean, you would think like something like one of their big, like Metal Gear or Silent Hill. But the also because I forgot they did this. The other one would be Frogger. I would think like it's going to be something we that we are not good. That's not going to entice any of us. It'd be Frogger. Or they own Yu-Gi-Oh, so they could, like, Yu-Gi-Oh is beloved around the world, so they could do something Yu-Gi-Oh related. You don't think it's going to be Castlevania? I don't know. Lords of the or uh, Lords of Shadows 2 really put a bad taste in people's mouths. Now, I know mm-hmm. Bloodstained has tried to bring that love of the 2D style back yeah. um, from the grave, but at the same time, is that enough to get people enticed about Castlevania coming back? Or they, would they just want a Bloodstained 2? Well, th- this is my question. Who makes that? Okay. What if they take Castlevania and they make it in a Devil May Cry style? Oh, well, mm, yeah, because I don't know, because they changed it because Lords of Shadows was more like in the vein of God of War, and that was a pale imitation. Mm. Devil May Cry... Like, because it was getting stale there for a while, too. But then when 5 came out, it reinvigorated people. It was the right amount of time between when 4 released mm-hmm. and when this and when 5 came out. They reinvented itself and g- gave it a sleek new coat of paint and, and revamped a lot of systems. And people loved it. It was, I, I, I don't want, I forget if it was up for game of the year that year, but it was definitely up there in like a lot of positive talks. So it would work. The problem would be, would it just be another pale imitation again? Or would they actually make it their own? Oh, you know, they're not going to make it their own. Um, my biggest thing is like, okay, if it's loved all around the world, what could that be? Uh, they got Super Bomberman. Um, Which they've been doing that for the, they've been putting that, I mean, the Super Bomberman R came to PlayStation and Xbox last year, yeah. but they've been putting that out. Yeah, like, I, I'm not 100% sure. The thing that I'm afraid is that we're going to get another metal gear and it's going to be awful 
like like Metal like, Gear Survive Two. Yeah, survive, yeah. Uh, or I'm, or well, no, that's Capcom. Never mind. I was gonna say Umbrella Core, but that's that's Capcom. Yeah, because we're seeing the remaster, the rumors, and all of that. You know, leaker saying it's hundred percent true. I can yeah. see them doing like the remake, and then it's like, okay, and this is the next adventure in the Metal Gear series or whatever. Yeah, and I then, cannot, I don't know. I, well, I was gonna say I don't know what other IP they could do that would be beloved like i don't know yeah i don't know unless they bought the rights to another ip that someone else used to use and you know they didn't they didn't make headlines i don't know yeah but that stuff makes headlines especially if konami is like getting hard like heavier into oh, yeah. the they would the definitely of- want that positive phrase out there oh yeah and then last thing quantic dream being acquired by net ease this is a chinese company um kind of like tencent uh yeah. is and everything man i wished sony would have got off the pot and took yep. care of them a long time ago but um yeah they, they had they had sony really had two shots they had quantic dream and supermassive and they fumbled the ball with both like yeah. supermassive still not out of the realm of possibility but they fumbled the ball for both of them yeah it makes absolutely no sense to me why they didn't snap up either or both of them uh, yeah. in their time because it would have been amazing for playstation to have both of them uh because they both had a good relationship with them uh you know and everything so we'll see you know what all of that happens but guys we hope that you enjoyed the show we hope that you got all the video game news that you need to know here at the nerd cave news rex i enjoyed it enjoyed it as well Guys, if you want to support us, you can do so by subscribing and following us on all the platforms that we're on. If you want to do so financially, you can go over to patreon.com slash nerdcave and pick the tier that best suits you. Check out our podcast versions of the show as well. It's available on Apple, Spotify, Google, Stitcher, and Anchor, and all other podcast services. So go check it out. Give us a five-star review and make sure to come back next Thursday. Come back hungry. Come back hungry. We're going to feed you. Hopefully with some uh, good chunk of PlayStation news next week, but we'll see. Hopefully so. Hopefully so. Guys, hope you enjoyed it. This has been Zach. And Rex. Y'all have a blessed week. Bye.